0: Hello, everyone. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back to the pod. How's it going? You
1: know, it's good.
0: It's pretty good today. It's a
1: pretty good day. I mean, this is the only thing I've done today. So, of yeah. course, it's a good day. I the was simply, we were texting the other day and I was like, I look forward to this no, actually, all week. No, like, actually. Like, recording is. It is the highlight. Like, it's one of my favorite things. Also,
0: right now, we don't have the class that we're in
1: together. So, yes. this is really our only the moment. time to see each other. Our really Unless we like plan yeah. something. Exactly. But. Love that. As if Um, this is not planned. (laughs) You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yes, exactly.
0: Um, We have a very exciting episode today, but before all that, we have a lot of pop culture news.
1: A lot's been happening. A lot has been happening. I thought we covered everything last episode. Apparently not. So much has happened.
0: So much happened in a single week. So we're going to try to get through this quickly. Um, First, Reese Witherspoon and her husband broke up, which is so sad. It is sad like I really didn't have any emotional attachment to them no, but in I a felt relationship. Like,
1: I don't know, like but it's like, Reese with her spoon. Like I don't want anything bad to happen to her, yeah, you know. I don't want 100%. I don't want her to experience any sadness, any any negative any emotion, strife? Any strife? Right. They've also her they were to together
0: for a really long time.
1: Yeah, like, like they have two kids together or just one? I don't know. I know she at least has one child that looks like she just <laughs> spit her out. Yes, like I don't,
0: I don't. <laughs> she she was married before. Oh, is that from, um, okay? Different. I think it was okay. a different marriage. Um, I think that's who her two oldest kids are from. Okay. But I don't know if she has a younger kid with him. But anyway, they were getting divorced. So tragic, rip. Um. <laughs> <laughs> very important news for me in yeah. particular um zendaya followed bella ramsey on instagram which is just so iconic um if you are familiar with the last of us in episode seven storm reed is also zendaya's plays zendaya's little sister in euphoria and so zendaya posted that she was watching that episode and like gave a shout out to storm and then right after she finished she fell, followed bella ramsey so that's slay. honestly iconic love slay that slay.
1: And then, okay, yeah. so imagine this, my surprise. Imagine
0: my surprise. <laughs> I'm on
1: Instagram, just scrolly scrolly doing going through, looking at all looking at all the stories. and I see a one Miss Selena Gomez, and I'm like, oh my God, what does she have to say? Right. And it's just this black screen of text. It's like I've been talking. and she called her Haley Bieber. She did.
0: Used like her full, in, government, like, name, uh, yeah. full government name. Yeah, first and last name.
1: And was like, has been receiving death threats. Like, that's mm-hmm. not what I stand for. Like, basically spread love. Yeah. Same thing that Selena always says, like,
0: yeah. vibes. And then afterwards, I don't know if you saw that Haley posted and was like, thank you to Selena for oh, like...
1: Oh, I didn't see that part Yeah, she
0: posted and basically was like, thank you to Selena Gomez. Again, used her full, full government name. Yeah. And was basically like, we're here to spread love, like squashing the beef right now pretty much like stop good for them I will say this is my this is my take on the situation Uh, I totally agree no one should be sending death threats to anyone of course that is absolutely uncalled 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 for for. in any sense of the word Mm -hmm. what I do find to be ironic is Hayley Bieber literally started this she literally started it you started it by being a mean girl and by posting what you did about Selena. So I just think, yes, it is in Selena's brand to constantly do the kill him with kindness thing. But also, babe, you don't have to be nice to everybody. You know, I also
1: feel like that whole situation was just like parasocial relationships totally. at its finest. Totally. Because like they stopped like saying stuff on social media at one point and then it was just like just everyone else everyone else 100
0: percent. and that's where I think these celebrity feuds get like so So out of hand so out of hand and so blown out of proportion absolutely no one should have this much influence and opinion on like the comments that are being made about someone online it's absolutely absurd so in that sense like I do understand make a public statement it was probably their PR teams like let's just be real but that's whatever. Like it is what like it is. Like sometimes
1: that, that needs to be done. No, especially when it was just like as yeah,
0: it's just tired now. Yeah, like, it's let, tired. Let's, it's let's tired. Let's just get over it. Exactly. Um, but that was crazy. Also, I,
1: speaking of Selena, this isn't on the document, but um, I've been binging The Wizards of Way Really Pod. Yes, <laughs> those <laughs> last clips night, are always
0: coming up on my TikToks. That's what made me want to yeah. start
1: watching it, mm. and I started like listening or er, listening to it last night, and it's. Some quality content. Yes, yeah. I, I was listening to it this morning before I was getting. Ready. I know,
0: love that. Yeah, it seems like a fun podcast. It's great. Good. I
1: love the energy that mm-hmm. Jennifer and I think his name's David have. Yeah. like working off each other. Yeah, Just, it's great. It's great.
0: Well, something else about Selena Gomez <laughs> is she is allegedly dating <laughs> Zayn Malik.
1: Yeah, the source that I have, like, and I'm going to like use source so lightly mm-hmm. that I've seen. It was like a Twitter account called Pop Buzz or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just a pop culture. Yeah, Twitter like just account. like a pop culture Twitter mm-hmm. account, but like they didn't have like source you know, they didn't say like sources yeah. say or like you know. I think the only source was or... like
0: when Zayn was in one direction, he tweeted something about how like Selena Gomez was his celebrity and then crush.
1: Weren't they seen getting dinner together? Or is I that just like I fake? don't
0: know about that, but okay. I do know that they followed each other on Instagram when the whole Hailey and Selena thing was, like, really hot in the media. Like, Zayn followed her, I guess. And they Sly. followed each other back. So I think that's literally it, everything, like all we have. everything people has, but people are just running with it. I honestly think they would be a power couple.
1: I think that's so iconic. But then I did see a tweet, and I thought this was really funny. That was, like, Taylor Swift's next friend's dinner is going to be so tense. Oh, true. But <laughs> Zayn and Taylor did a song together.
0: But then, so they're but friends. Gigi. <laughs> True. And I Taylor forgot about Gigi. Gigi but I think friends. I mean Zayn and Gigi have a kid together. So you got. So gotta, like there's got to be some amount of like, Yeah,
1: like some amount of you know. Calmness. I think it's fine. I know. I just I thought it was funny. It's yeah, like kind of Yeah,
0: Yeah, I I think they would be iconic if they were if that was confirmed.
1: Oh, absolutely. Who knows? Like, mean, I, I, I need it to be confirmed, please. Selena, yeah. Selena soft launch, please. Please.
0: We got to jump around a little bit because we're talking about a member of One Direction. So let's just go ahead and talk about another one. I'm sure everyone has seen at this point the video of Harry Styles and Emily Ratajkowski just fully making out in the streets of Tokyo. And he's, he looks like a bad kisser. That's what everybody's been saying. Was truly shocking when I saw that video. Yeah. <laughs> crazy just because as someone who's been following Harry for a very long time he is never that public with his relationships
1: ever I mean I guess we got like a little a little glimpse of that with Olivia like
0: yeah and even when he was younger like we saw the video of him and Taylor like kissing on New Year's Year's and the stuff with Kendall (laughs) but um yeah that was shocking to me that was shocking. I was definitely
1: like not ex- when I opened twitter.com that day. Not, I was not, not, not what, what I was, I was expecting, expecting to, to see.
0: see. But you know, as far as Harry's past love life has gone, I think that Emily Radikowski is a cool person. She seems like it at yeah. least. So she's not
1: blonde. She's we're, not blonde. We're getting, we're getting some deviants.
0: But she looks like Kendall Jenner. She does. She looks exactly. Harry loves to date oh, people who look
1: alike because Camille and Olivia love. You know what really he loves? Similar. He loves
0: a model. He does. He loves a model.
1: And slavehead, you know, him. if that's
0: your vibe, if that's
1: your vibe, go for go it. Go for
0: it, King. Who can really blame you? Um. All right. So, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes comes out on November seventeenth. Have we
1: gotten a trailer?
0: I haven't. S- I don't think okay. we've gotten a trailer. We got the poster, and the poster, yes, is, the poster is beautiful. Looks cool. The poster is beautiful. Um.
1: I'm very excited for this movie. As have we, you read it? I haven't. I need to read it. I haven't read it. Um, and I also need to finish like nine million other books yeah. before I can start another book.
0: I just know it's like the prequel, like yeah. when President Snow was a kid. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Rachel Zegler is in it. My Sleigh. West Side Story queen. Her. Um, And yeah. It her looks back like must hurt from
1: carrying <laughs> West Side Story. Truly.
0: Her and Ariana DeVos. Carried. Absolutely carried. In the
1: hospital for debilitating back pain. <laughs> true. For very carrying true. carrying that movie on their backs. Yeah, I
0: know. I wonder if I'm going to read it before... It comes out. I, I prob- want to. I probably won't be around. Like to it. I probably
1: won't. Like let's yeah. let's be so real. I probably won't. Mm-hmm. But I want to. Yeah. It is my best intention to. I mean,
0: if they're anything like the Hunger Games movies, then they're gonna be so good.
1: Yeah. So love that. Which I need. I need to watch the Hunger Games movies on Netflix before they get yes. taken off because they I get know. taken off like at the end of this week. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. They're only here for the month of March. Okay. I know, and I need news I've, to just, me. I need to rewatch them. I love. They're so good. Yeah. And my For You page is still just, like, <laughs> I love so that for much you. Hunger Games content. Truly and iconic. have you been seeing the, like, AI voice edits? Yes. They crack yeah. me up. Yeah. They're so funny. They are,
0: truly. Love that. Um, okay, so we also have to talk about the first guest of the Arrows tour. Yeah. Marcus Mumford uh, came out to play Cowboy Like Me.
1: And <laughs> I, I, I needed to just mourn the fact mm-hmm. that Cowboy Like Me cannot be played at my show. I
0: truly thought she was going to wait till Texas for that.
1: It felt Texas. Right. And
0: she performed Cowboy Like Me and White Horse at the same show, which if you were at that, God bless you. Um, I wish I was at that. I
1: also lo- really loved her reasoning. She was like, well, cowboys ride horses. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. She's so cute. I just. Uh, we also, I'm sorry. We have to talk about what she wore to the, what was the? Oh, I the iHeart Radio, Radio Music Awards. Music Awards. Yeah didn't like it.
0: It was um it felt very reputation to me.
1: It did. Like it felt like it something also, she
0: would have worn during the Rep and era. And I
1: felt like it aged her a little bit. Not that she looked old. Like she mm-hmm. like she did not look old by any means, mm-hmm. but it just it Aged her somehow. I don't yeah.
0: know. No, I do know what you're saying. It was it was interesting. It was very interesting. It wasn't what I would have imagined that she would have worn considering what we've seen her wear on different carpets before.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess, like, it matches the, like, glittery, shimmery, bejeweled mm-hmm. Midnight's era we're in. Yeah. Um, definitely, yeah. A little rep vibes did you see the video of her seeing lenny kravitz yes, after yes i did And he was like you got that from my closet i thought that was so funny <laughs> yeah that was Which also speaking of the hunger games yes just forgetting that like lenny kravitz was mm-hmm. fully in that movie fully in
0: those movies i know crazy yeah that was that was a special a special night last night did phoebe's speech before like presenting so taylor literally adorable her saying that she was so happy that she grew up in a world with taylor in it uh, me, too. me too
1: girl <laughs> Join the I club. Think, I think Phoebe Bircher speaks for all of us. Join in that moment. the club.
0: Yeah, I love when fellow celebrities are just big Swifties, just like us. Celebrities, they're just like us.
1: I, <laughs> they're people too. <laughs> and then this is big news for you. This is
0: big news for me. Um, <laughs> as I said on the last episode, I was watching part one of The Last of Us gameplay. I am now watching part two. How are we feeling? Um, I need financial compensation okay. immediately because my mental health is not doing well. Um, I don't. I don't know how I'm going to handle watching this. Like watching Bella and Pedro do it. I don't know. I know I, you don't I know. Don't know I don't. <laughs> but like the listeners, <laughs> they know. I know significantly less than you do. <laughs> I fully do not know how I'm going to handle it. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. I'm probably about four-ish hours into a 15-hour gameplay.
1: 15.
0: Yeah, so I got a lot left, dang. but it's ruining me. It's That's absolutely ruining me. Dang. Yes, and then um, I also just finished House of the Dragon, which literally, thank God, I was the only Targaryen fan on the planet to have not finished <laughs> that show yet. But I was just not in my TV watching era, and I feel no, like I'm, I'm getting get back into my TV watching era. I'm
1: getting there a little bit because mm-hmm. also I know The Marvelous Miss Maisel yes. in like a week or two. April 14th. Oh, April yeah. 14th. I don't know why I thought it was April 7th. Mm-hmm. I have to get back in my TV watching era yeah. for that. Um,
0: but yeah, that's what I've been watching recently. So. I literally have
1: not been watching anything. I mean, I started listening to Wizards of Really Pod. That's like the only new thing that yeah. I've been interacting with. When and I get stressed out, which I'm not like, i just like, it's a busy time of year. It is. It's so getting I, very busy. So I don't want to like dedicate my brain to new stuff. Mm-hmm. I just want to like
0: continue watching just the old stuff. I don't have
1: to pay attention to it. I've been feeling like a, like a Gilmore Girls rewatch. Ugh. Yeah, that would be iconic right now. That I would, I would honestly, like, really hit.
0: Yeah, but it only would. the good seasons. True, <laughs> only seasons one through three.
1: I'll allow for sometimes. No, you know what? We'll stay through five because Logan. Yeah,
0: you are a Logan I girl. Am,
1: I am. If <laughs> at there's my one core, thing about you,
0: you're a Logan girl. I
1: am a Logan girl. I
0: can't really blame you. Sometimes he's, the man's very charming. He's so
1: charming. He's so charming. I it's just,
0: literally annoying. Oh,
1: can we talk about the fact that like now it's finally confirmed that. Yes. Logan is the baby the, daddy. The baby daddy, which like we knew. Duh. We knew. But there also was... And then Amy Sherman-Palladino like posted something like holding a Gilmore Girls script. Oh god. Did you not see that? No. Oh. Here, I'll try to pull it up. But oh yeah. M-G. I I mean, granted I saw it on TikTok. I did not see it on her Instagram. Yeah. Oh, maybe they didn't. Maybe that's just <laughs> fully a lie. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was okay. fully a lie. Maybe I dreamt that. That's fine. But yeah, but they
0: uh, some who confirmed that Logan was the father. Cuz I saw that it was confirmed, but I never saw who, who confirmed it.
1: Well, I know that when Year in the Life came out, mm-hmm. the only two people who knew mm-hmm. were the actor that plays Logan. Interesting. And I didn't know And Amy that. Sherman-Palladino. Okay.
0: Those well, were the only two people that knew. Okay. Well, then if she told Matt Zucker, then like obviously You're the dad. Congratulations. Yeah. But we knew. We knew. I mean, the whole... I know you didn't watch A Year in the Life, but
1: the very... And I watched enough content surrounding it. The
0: overlaying theme was just, like, history repeating itself. Yeah. Everything everything happening, like, in a circle. And so when you find out that Rory's pregnant, it's very obvious that, like, they're setting Logan up to be, like, Christopher.
1: Just don't do him that (laughs) dirty. I know, like, we're not... We're probably not getting any extra Gilmore Girls content. It's probably best if we don't get extra Gilmore Girls content. But But it was very much that vibe of, like,
0: Logan had the same energy as Christopher. We had had known that from the regular Regular. episodes of Gilmore Girls. Like, he was very Christopher coded, And they were very much also setting up just to be, like, Luke. Oh, yeah. Like, just to come back and, like, have that role. So, anyway, I mean, we've been new. That's all there is to say. That's
1: all there is to say. Also, speaking of um, Milo Ventimiglia, he will be in the new season of Marvelous Miss Maisel. He will. I'm so excited.
0: I am also so excited. I love that man.
1: I, it's going to be so good. Adore. It's going to be so good. All right. Yeah. Do you
0: want to talk about Glenn Powell real quick? The oh, new pictures? yeah, I do. Yeah, I do want to <laughs> talk about
1: Glenn Powell. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for bringing that I'm so glad you brought that up. You're welcome. Um, so yesterday I had a friend send me two pictures. I guess they're, they're set pictures from, mm-hmm. what's the movie called?
0: Um, I don't remember. I know we said it last yeah, episode. Yeah, whatever
1: Glenn Powell's new mm-hmm. rom-com is. And they are so cute. It's Sydney and Glenn, and they're, like, in wedding attire. Like, mm-hmm. she's in, like, a nice pretty dress. Not, like, a wedding gown, but, like, wedding guest attire. And Glenn's in a tux, and they're, like, running away from something. Mm-hmm. They're, like, holding hands. And then there's – he's car- he's giving her a piggyback ride. Yeah. So was, like, cute. So cute. <laughs> so adorable. Love it. Glenn Powell is so boyfriend-coded. I <laughs> <laughs> – He looks so good. (laughs) I just, I just, I saw those pictures and like sat there and like kicked my feet and squealed like a little girl.
0: Every day they just make everyone more excited for that
1: movie. It's going to be so good. I saw, did we talk about this? I saw a TikTok that was about like why the hype around this movie is like why the kind of like the pre-marketing, like Mm -hmm. obviously like all these Pat photos are planned. They're staged. Um, But because like we haven't had like hype surrounding new rom-coms because they've all just kind of been like mm. bad and like we've all been we're so worried about people's chemistry and like yeah. all of that that like these photos showing us ahead of time mm-hmm. like look they're doing it and right. they're doing
0: it well yeah like,
1: will get us more excited and get us more invested a 100 because we like rom-coms when it's when you can tell that the actors have chemistry and you but can of kind course. of believe that they like each other like duh. Of like yeah And so, like, and I feel like a lot of, like, modern rom-coms have kind of missed that mark. I agree. And so there, I think that was, like, a very deliberate, like, we need to show them now Mm -hmm. that it's going to work. That's a good point.
0: Well, that is a perfect segue into our episode, which is going to be all about our favorite rom-coms.
1: Which was the... Like founding idea yes, of this podcast. It was. And it's just taken us a while to get to it. Right, right.
0: Um, but we're basically just going to be, you know, going back and forth, talking about rom-coms, having a good old time. Having a grand old time. So let's get ready. Morgan, what's your first one?
1: My first one, which this this wasn't in any particular order. This isn't like, this is my number one rom-com. Sure. But my, the first one that I want to talk about is Bridget Jones's Diary. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Oh, you need to watch it. <laughs> you need to watch it. You would love it. There's other ones. There's mm-hmm two more. There was like one that was also made in like the 90s early 2000s. Okay. And then one that came out in like the 2010s cuz my mom went to go see it cuz she loves these movies. Um and also in the most recent one Patrick Dempsey is in it. Yes, I did know that. I um, did know that. I
0: remember seeing the previews. But
1: I love a classics adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um but I love how in Bridget Jones's Diary, it's very subtle. Okay. Like you have one character, his name is Mark Darcy. Mm-hmm. Um and that's I think in my memory, the only like very explicit callback to mm-hmm. Pride and Prejudice, um, I mean, besides from the kind of general like hopeless, mm-hmm. no one wants to love you because you're a mess. Sure, and uh, <laughs> then like obviously Mark Darcy, who is supposed to be like Mister Darcy, mm-hmm. and then um, Hugh Grant's character. Love Hugh Grant. Love Hugh Grant. Love that man. Um, who is. I don't know. He's perfect. He's an asshole in that movie, but I love it so much. I just, I love it. And I like, like I said, I like that the Pride and Prejudice callback is subtle. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're sitting here and you're like, I'm just watching Pride and Prejudice set in the 90s. Right. So you're like, this is a little bit more subtle. There's a little bit more nuance to it. And Hugh Grant. <laughs> That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Honestly, I think I've said this before. Like, my review on Letterboxd for this movie is like, I want Hugh Grant soaking wet with a cig in his mouth, like, (laughs) tattooed on the inside of my eyeballs. Like, it's just such, (sighs) oh, it's just so perfect. And I think it does a really good job of the, like, crumpled, frumpy woman without Mm -hmm. being, like, demeaning. Sure. I think there's definitely, like, some, not power in her situation, but just more, like, you don't feel bad. Like, you don't pity her. You don't feel mm-hmm. bad for her. Um, and also, there's a fight scene at the end between Hugh Grant and um, Colin Firth, mm-hmm. and um, who plays Mark Darcy. Um, and I learned recently that it was improvised. Okay, That they, like, the two actors wanted to do mm-hmm. it. It, like, wasn't really in the script, or it wasn't as dramatic as it was in the scripts. And I was like, I want these two men to fight over me right (laughs) honestly that's some
0: of the best material comes out of just actors doing what they want oh
1: absolutely yeah Yeah. love it so much and i feel like and i'm uh, granted i have not spent any time on movie sets Mm -hmm. but i feel like we get a lot less of that these days especially with movies that are like i'm gonna shit on the marvel franchise for a little (laughs) bit um (laughs) please um But just movies where all of the actors are not filming together at the same time Mm -hmm. out of like out of a desire for secrecy and not because like Mm -hmm. schedule like scheduling problems or like this person is literally not needed that day. Mm -hmm. Like and just having everything green screened and like you don't really know what you're interacting with. And obviously it it requires a certain level of skill to kind of be able to act to like someone with just like, you know, the motion tracking dots all over their faces or just like with very limited idea of what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I think it takes away some of that ability for the actors to just, like, take artistic liberties and have more say and more fun in what's going on. I think we still see that a lot in TV. Like, totally. TV shows, it's, I think it's a little bit easier to do that. But I just feel like you don't hear stories like that of actors improvising something or messing something up and then that's what stays in the final cut. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we don't hear about that as much as anymore than, like, I don't know if you're familiar with, familiar with the movie Caddyshack. I'm not. It's from the '80s. It was like a like a sleeper B movie. It's mm-hmm. but it's like it's a classic. It's really good. Well, it's not like really good, sure. but like it's, <laughs> it's it's good for its, it's own good, yeah, purpose. It's, yeah, for what it's supposed to be. And Bill Murray is in that. Nice. And he improvised almost all of his right. lines for that movie. They literally mm-hmm. were just like, "Talk about this," or like, "This is what's going on," and he'd be like, "Cool, got it," mm-hmm. and just and like that movie has some of the most iconic quotes because right. of that. Right. Because they just kind of let everyone, like, fuck around and, like, yeah. have fun. And I don't know. I, I kind of miss that energy in movies. I say that like I was, like, odd movie a sets in, yeah. in live, yeah, like in the that They don't make them like they, they mean, used to. Yeah. Yeah, but, no, I totally get what you're saying. And, like, you get a lot of that energy throughout Bridget Jones, like mm-hmm. I like when you can tell that the actors had fun. Yeah, like Mamma Mia, iconic yes, for that. Absolutely. Like you could just, you just. I mean, granted, they were drunk the entire time, and, but and <laughs> I love that for them. Slay, you're on a Greek island, like please. Yeah, yeah. So that's why absolutely I like Bridget Jones is just, and I also love because it's Bridget Jones's Diary, so like mm-hmm. we get her internal monologue and yes. her thoughts and her feelings about her an situation. internal monologue. I love an internal monologue. I love also like a little bit of an unreliable narrator, mm-hmm. obviously, and it's just like. It's just, it's so... So good. It's so good. Love that. And I love yeah. Hugh Grant. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to end my review of Bridget Jones's Diary. Perfect.
0: Well, my first movie is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Which, which to- I also have not seen.
1: OMG. That's a lie. I've seen part of it, but I don't think okay. I've ever finished it.
0: Okay. This is early 2000s rom-com royalty
1: oh yeah like well we had a formal this weekend mm -hmm. and there were I think a couple girls in like the yellow oh the yellow dress The yellow dress the yellow dress
0: yeah so it's Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson it's very much like workplace both doing something for their own gain Mm -hmm. and then falling in love vibe um which I am obsessed with it's very much There's like a little bit of
1: that Virginia Jones's Diary, yeah, just like no.
0: almost like fake dating, but they but they don't know that they're both fake dating <laughs> each other. <laughs> like yeah, it's very it's a very interesting concept which I haven't seen in really any other rom com before. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson's chemistry is like literally off the walls. It's insane. I just think they understood the assignment bottom line. I mean, Kate
1: Hudson could have chemistry with a brick wall. It's very true. She is so good at what she does. It's very true. And Great actress. She's just amazing. Mm -hmm. I love her. I mean, it was so
0: funny. Like, it was the perfect romantic comedy. Yeah. Because it had the romance aspect for anybody who wanted that, but it was also just funny. Like, it met the audience where anybody could, like, sit down and enjoy it, like, regardless of what they were looking for out of a film. And yeah, that yellow dress
1: iconic it is iconic it is absolutely iconic it's wonderful and it's had like a resurgence in popularity the I movie, think so too, I movie mean, because like,
0: of the you're so vain song yeah that it's been all over tiktok but
1: yeah so good you've so got to watch it i know i know i need to it's one of the ones that like whenever i'm like looking for something to watch and i'm in like a rom-com mood i always think about it and mm-hmm. then like i would revert to like other something ones. that you know yeah, already that i know totally um So my number two is 10 Things I Hate About You, which is one of the ones I I often revert to. Again, I love like a classics adaptation. Mm -hmm. And I think this is definitely one of the better of the like late 90s, early 2000s Shakespeare adaptations. No shade to Amanda Bynes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, I I like the justice for grumpy girls. Mm -hmm. I love when, I I, I think this is why I also really like Bridget Jones's diary. I love when the main love interest is imperfect. Mm -hmm. She's not... Like Kate Hudson, and yeah. Rose, who's like beautiful right, and right, right. put together. Totally. And, you know, she's a little imperfect and she's mm-hmm. a little rough around the edges, and it gives more, I don't know, dynamic to the character. I, agree. I love how dynamic Kat is in this mm-hmm. movie. I, I mean, I, and I think all of the characters in this mm-hmm. movie are extremely dynamic, mm-hmm. multifaceted. They're more than just a love interest, they're like real people, and mm-hmm. you get to see their personalities come out in different ways in the movie. Um, and I mean, I think the script writing, is I like would some, agree like some of cats one-liners mm-hmm. are just like so zingers funny. so funny yeah and also, also I mean Heath Ledger is there I mean like come Heath on is he there. looks so good in Joseph, that Joseph Gordon-Levitt Joseph is Gordon-Levitt is there too God bless absolutely love him love and him so just, much I it's perfect. Yeah, it is. It's, just, it's a really good rom-com. It's en- enemies to lovers, man. It really yeah. gets me.
0: Yeah, same with almost the fake dating aspect again. Or, like, yes. da- dating for a purpose. Pur- yeah, dating for gain. Yeah. And
1: the, the promposal scene mm-hmm. where he's dancing and singing That is her, an iconic scene. That like, is actually, people recreate
0: that to this yeah, day.
1: It's yeah, it's iconic. Absolutely. And then, obviously, the poem that she writes... The fact that she flashes her teacher to get out of detention, like, Mm -hmm. so funny. Like, there are just so many moments in that movie that are so iconic and Mm -hmm. just so, like, the paintball scene. Mm -hmm. Completely. So good. Oh, my God. It's so good. (laughs) And, again, this is just one of the ones that I just, I come back to time and time and time again because Mm -hmm. it just, it always, it always hits. So good. Love and it. And also, I don't know if you've heard that. Or you, no, I know you have heard the TikTok sound because you've sent me TikToks with it. <laughs> the one that's like, I love a movie where, like, they don't know that they're, you know, presently. And then it's like, da-da-da-da. And then they have a fancy event. And he mm-hmm. shows up. And it's like, it's just, it's so that. Yeah. It's just.
0: They mm. they mark everything off the checkboxes of really what do. you might want. And it's totally. just,
1: it's so, her dancing on top of the table at the party. Like, I, <laughs> I keep thinking of all of these hysterical moments. Yeah so good because again I think like you were saying about how to lose a guy in 10 days like it's also just funny mm-hmm. like forget the romance like right. it's just entertaining because yeah. it's funny it's all, how the characters exactly. are written and it's exactly. just they don't make them like they used to
0: they don't <laughs> they absolutely don't well this is the next one that I want to talk about is I guess a little bit more of a recent one. I probably came out in like the mid to early 2000s have you ever seen home again I don't think so okay it has Reese Witherspoon in it if that jogs so that ca- any memory. That came
1: out, like, recently. I want
0: to say, like, maybe 2017.
1: Because my I'm I remember gonna... I came home one day, and my mom was watching it. Because if there's one thing about my mother, she... Lo- yeah, it came out in 2017. Okay, cool. Yeah, because if there's one thing about my mother, she loves Reese Witherspoon. And will eat up anything every, that and that everyone, everyone is should. in. Absolutely,
0: everyone should. Um, This was so random. I think... I think I watched it in 2020. It was one of those that I just watched where we were in lockdown and I Mm -hmm. couldn't do anything else. And after I watched this movie, I had such a random hyperfixation on it to where I watched it like every day for a week (laughs) straight. I literally don't know. I literally don't know why. (laughs) Um, um, but the movie basically follows Reese, who's like a divorced, forty-ish year old woman who has two small kids. She like hooks up with this guy at a bar one night and then him and his group of friends are all filmmakers. Yes. <laughs> and she invites them to like live at her house until they can like get off their feet. Um but the so it's very found family, which if there's one thing about me, I love found family. Um but again, it's just funny. Like yeah. it's really not even about like the romance between her and like the main guy. It's just about like family connection and them like creating a bond. And I loved it so much. It's really beautiful. And Carol King is like the soundtrack of the movie.
1: And if there's one thing about me, I love Carol King. As you I should. didn't watch the whole movie with my mom. I think I watched her like halfway through mm-hmm. to the end. So I missed a lot of the like mm-hmm. setup of it. Yeah. Still quite enjoyed it. Nat
0: Wolf is in it. Yeah,
1: Nat Wolf is in it. Love
0: him. Um yeah, it's just so cute because like all the guys like form relationships with her daughters yeah. and like it's just so sweet. Objectively, it's like not that good. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be real. But it's very sweet, and it held, like, a special place in my heart yeah, for, like, a like short if period if of if time. It,
1: you know, and I... It makes I, you feel warm and fuzzy exactly. inside. It's like a Hallmark movie. It is a little bit. a Spotify playlist out there that's called Nancy Meyers Kitchen. I heart it. <laughs> it's I, so it's good. on my
0: Spotify. It's so good. I listen to it daily. Perfect. Just
1: some, like... Truly. I want to live in a Nancy Meyers movie, in a Nora <laughs> Ephron or a Nancy Meyers movie, please. 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 Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to ask? No. And I don't think it is. It's not. And I don't think it is. Exactly. All right.
0: What is our next is our, one? This is one oh, that we both Oh, we both okay. Had. And if, okay. And if
1: you know anything about us, you will not be surprised. Absolutely not. When we say that our number three set, set it, it up. up. <laughs> Who, who's shocked? No one. No one's shocked. All right. Take it away.
0: I, take it away, girl.
1: My love for this movie. Runs so deep because I watched it like when it was first released on Netflix. I think I did too. Like didn't I kind of knew who Zoe Deutsch was Mm -hmm. no fucking clue who Glenn Powell was. Interesting. And this isn't even the movie that sparked my love for him. Mm -hmm. It it was Top Gun Maverick that sparked my love for him. And then when I went back and I think like some friends and I were talking about Top Gun Mm -hmm. and one of them knew that I loved Set It Up and Mm -hmm. they were like Morgan he's in that. And I was like no way yeah, like and then I like, like the, the, the made the it, it so much better mm-hmm. um like it's just oh it's so good like Zoe and Glenn's chemistry again like from what I was saying about mm-hmm. kind of how the modern rom-com we're so worried about the actor's chemistry never pr- never had to wor- here
0: absolutely never had to worry about a thing with those two never because what in the world <laughs>
1: Like Well, and I was telling you, like they've done a movie previously, so mm-hmm. I think like they had a level level of like comfortability with each other and everything. And it's just, again, Glenn Powell could have chemistry with a brick wall. Right. Um can we get Glenn Powell and Kate Hudson in a rom com, please? They talked about that. that. They did. They did the actors on actors. Because they know thing. each other. They're yes. like their families are friends. Yes. And yeah, the, their actors on actors Nepo is. Nepo baby royalty. <laughs>
0: Well, her parents are Goldie Hahn and Bill Hudson, but her mom is
1: Goldie Hahn. So I yeah, she's an Epo baby. And oh. all, all of her siblings are actors. I knew that. Like yeah. I knew all of her siblings, mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't know as her mom was Goldie Hahn. Yep. Um but again, like their chemistry is just insane. It's such a compelling story as mm-hmm. well. And I like that Harper, Zoe Deutsch's character, is never trying to prove herself yeah. to Charlie, who is Glenn Powell's character. I agree. Which I think is obviously in a lot of rom-coms, you get the girl mm-hmm. trying to prove damsel herself in to distress. The girl, damsel thing. in distress. Yeah. And you just don't get that with this, which I really and I like that it's it almost acts like it's not centered on them because right. they are trying to set up their bosses. Right. And so it's just it's dynamic in that way and just it's just like when we talk about
0: <clears throat> how early two thousands like really owned the rom-com scheme, this was one of the ones that came back like, just, as of recent, yeah, and just blew it out of the water, blew it out of the water completely. Just the concept was there, the chemistry was there. Again, it's funny. It's so funny. Anybody could watch this movie and, like, not even focus on the romantic aspect.
1: Yeah. Like, it's kind of an afterthought. Like, Pete Davidson being in there, yeah. like, so funny. <laughs> There's just so many good moments, mm-hmm. and, I mean, the ending always makes me, like, sob like ugly cry yeah and there's just lots of those really sweet moments in there as well after the wedding party or the engagement party or whatever and they're sitting in his room eating the pizza like the way you can like pinpoint the moment when the characters fall in love with each other Mm -hmm. which doesn't isn't really in that scene but like it's just absolutely unreal it's just unreal and then the call back to that scene later where they're at that super fancy restaurant he's like the best you know, Mm -hmm. I've ever had was a $5 pizza that I carried up a fire escape. Like, no, it's just just so good. And the, I'm going to talk about my favorite thing to talk about, which is how this movie and when Harry met Sally are so similar. So true. Not just from like being set in New York and Mm -hmm. like all of that. But, um, you have that same kind of like reluctance to admit that they like each other. That same kind of like, they're not friends in the beginning. Mm -hmm. They're Again, kind of for personal gain. Right. Like, just right. kind of for, like, we have to kind of band together for this reason. Mm-hmm. For When Harry Met Sally, obviously, like, driving across the country together. Exactly. And, um, and then just, like, all the other little moments, they're kind of pushed together. And mm-hmm. then in this movie, they're like, we need time off, so yeah. we need our bosses to fall in love. Right. You know, like, just how that works out. And, again, because it, it's a little enemies to lovers. So mm-hmm. Eat that up. Yes, totally. Um, but s- with that same, there's... The sentiment that in set it up, the you like because you love despite. And like that comes kind of to a head at the end of the movie where he's like, You're a know it all. And, mm-hmm. and she goes, And yet, oh my God, yeah. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> um, which you get that same thing. And when Harry met Sally, mm-hmm. obviously, when he like runs in and he's like, like I conf- love you when you're cold and it's yeah. 64 degrees outside. And just he just absolutely like, confesses his love to her. to her. And like mm-hmm. it, with all of her, like meeting someone yeah. where they're at and loving them despite all mm-hmm. these quirks that might grate on you my like god. oh my gosh, that speech when you realize
0: you love somebody you want the rest of your life to start Sorry, right now no. literally <laughs> shut up who wrote that
1: crying. <laughs> literally so it's mad beautiful. that th- when harry met sally is not on netflix anymore god i know i have it on dvd and i also again another thing that i really really like about set it up is harper has her own arc as like a totally. professional like totally. she comes out She never puts her desire and her dream on pause Mm -hmm. throughout any of this. Right. She's always, she took this job because she knew that it would be getting her where she wanted, like her friend has to be like, just write something, even if it's the worst thing you've ever written. Like Mm -hmm. you can just say you've written something like she still has that drive and that passion for like for herself. Absolutely. In her own life as well, which I think is just, she doesn't lose herself, which I like as well. It's so good. It's so good. And
0: you know I have to talk about Emily Henry. Um girl, get them to play Alex and Poppy literally right now. <laughs> literally right now because they want to do another rom-com together. I know. And the way that so many scenes and set it up, I'm like that is so Alex and Poppy. Like it literally <laughs> makes my bones curl up because <laughs> it is so, they are so them. Like to a T, they are Alex and Poppy.
1: And I need it right now, Emily Henry. Right now. <laughs> Emily Henry, if you're listening and we right know you now, are. Right
0: now, please. Please cast them as Alex and Poppy.
1: They want it. I just, I need Glenn Powell in every rom-com for the rest of time forever. I'm sorry. He's
0: so Alex. Like, it's literally unreal. I need you to read people when we meet on vacation. I know.
1: I need to read it. Yeah. I want to. I want to read those mm-hmm. books. I want to read her books because I've just heard so many good things about them, but I yeah. just have no time. I understand that. Anyway, do you have any closing thoughts to share on that Um I just love it. It's literally perfect. You said
0: everything I wanted to say. Oh. It's absolutely amazing. Like I. It,
1: d- it's also very quotable. Yeah. I feel like there are definitely, like, I overdicked it. Mm-hmm. I did the overdick around thing. Like, that's just so, like, the whole baseball scene. The whole baseball scene. Beautiful. Which Glenn's parents are in, or no, his grandparents are in that scene too. Oh my God, too. I didn't know that. Yeah, Glenn likes to include his family, like, in his projects because <laughs> um, his mom and his dad are, um, in Topka, and they're, like, around the piano while mm-hmm. Rooster's singing. You. Um And then I know for a fact his gra- his grandparents are the older couple that they talk to up in the baseball stands. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. And then I know his mom and his dad are in it in nice. other points as well. Mm-hmm. Truly
0: it's a beautiful movie. It's so good. Through and
1: through. so good. Amazing. All right. What's your next one? My next one is My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Love. Which... Love that movie. I have like a childhood attachment to this movie as well because like my mm. parents loved it. And again, you don't see Tula. Have you seen this movie? I haven't. Okay, you don't see Tula, who is like the main love interest, change herself for God. I can't remember his name, but the actor is the guy who plays the dad in To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Okay, um, which he has. He's such a good actor. He's such a good actor. He's <laughs> what a such great a good filmography actor. that man has. He's amazing. Shows up in absolutely everything. Um. But she wants to improve herself and change herself. So like for herself. Right. It's never because she's like, I want to get the guy. And, right. And then she's like, no. She's like, she wanna driven. do it for me. She wants to do it for me, which I just I think it's perfect in that mm-hmm. way. And like the family dynamics are hysterical because Tula comes from this like huge, big Greek not big fat Greek, right? Like mm-hmm. big Greek family. He is not Greek. He's um like, his family is very straight-laced, traditional, and it's just, like, the dynamics are so funny. And it's just, it's so charming, and it's yeah. so sweet. Because, again, you also kind of have the, like, like, he's so out of this world, and he, like, meets her where she's at, and he's, like, he's willing that. to be a part of this and, like, mm-hmm. deal with her crazy family and, like, all of the hype and, like, go through this wedding ceremony that he knows nothing about. And, again, very quotable. Mm-hmm. At least, like, in my family, we have lots of... um like little quotes that we say, mm-hmm. um, one of them is cause his character is vegetarian. Um, and one of her aunts, or maybe it's her mother goes, what do you mean you don't eat no meat? And like, that's just <laughs> like, and then, and then there's another scene where it's like, it's not meat, it's goat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like things like that. Yeah. And it's just like little things, little things. It's just, it's so funny. It's so cute. There is a sequel that is adorable. Nice um Nat Wolf is in this <laughs> um, um, I love the Nat Wolf renaissance it's so cute and it's just it's just it's cute and it's fluffy mm. and it's charming and it's just perfect and yeah. I love it and I want to watch it for the rest of time forever
0: speaking of Nat Wolf before we move on yeah little segue did you ever watch the Naked Brothers band
1: yeah, of course I did. Okay. Yeah, of course <laughs> I did. Absolutely iconic.
0: You're the first person who I've ever really met who's watched it. Mm-hmm. Really? Every person I've talked to is like,
1: literally, what now, talking about? Now, do I remember about? a lot about it? No, because we were fully, like, so young. Nine. So young. When but it I was out? obsessed with the Naked Brothers band.
0: <laughs> like, truly obsessed. Like, I think that was my first intro to boy bands. I know. I was
1: going to say, I feel like yeah. that's what made me a absolutely lover. obsessed <laughs> and then
0: Nat wolf just continues to be in everything yeah and that's truly iconic of him so iconic of him
1: or maybe it's his brother that's in on um, this one alex i don't remember okay they're interchangeable in my mind sorry they're not in my mind <laughs> Nat is very
0: much up here <laughs> but yeah love both of them um all right my last movie is 13 going on 30 which classic Absolute classic. This was another another movie that I watched pretty late in life. Like I watched it definitely where it had been like a cold classic for yeah. a while. And I absolutely became obsessed with it. I watched it every day for like 2 weeks straight.
1: I had a friend who like loved this movie when we were in like yeah, middle school.
0: Just the the vibe, the essence of the whole movie surrounding it. I felt like it was very um Sixteen candles like with Debbie Ryan. Yes. I don't know why I thought no, that No, because she like because she grows g- up. Right. Goes back and forth in yeah. time a little bit. So I I immediately thought like that it was giving that same energy. Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo, whoever decided to put them in a movie together, like I owe you my firstborn. Uh, yeah. Because their chemistry, talk about chemistry. Like the friends to lovers of it mm. all, the friends to lovers of it all, the pining after the her pining. for so long. And then just her growing up to be like a com- like a bad person and like reconnecting with her inner child it's honestly more a story about like her again mm-hmm. than it is like the romance aspect but obviously the romance is there um but yeah no that's d- it was so beautiful like that whole aspect of just her character in general um but then mark ruffalo's character is just so dang
1: sweet like he's just so charming i just love mark ruffalo i had a dream that my mom we married all? mark ruffalo once wow and then i woke up and i was like yeah no i'm fine with that Yeah, if my mom wanted to marry Mark Ruffalo, I'd be okay with that.
0: Right, I just love him. I love both of them. I think they were perfect. Um, They embodied the characters perfectly, and they understood the assignment. And again, I just I loved the vibe of like the early '90s, all the callbacks to when they were like children, like the Razzles. Mm. Yeah, the Razzles. I will never see
1: Razzles and not think of that movie. Totally, which like sleigh marketing for Razzles. Right,
0: (laughs) the dress that she wears. That has become an iconic piece of... It
1: has, yeah. It really has. Well, just like the 10 Days dress, like there are recreations of it out there. Absolutely, absolutely. Which, another iconic movie dress. Have you seen Atonement? I haven't. Sorry. There is this beautiful green dress Mm -hmm. that Keira Knightley wears. Perfect. And it is so iconic. And I love it. I want it, I want it. I will not rest until I own that dress.
0: Uh, Yeah. 13 going on 30, it's just so quotable. It's one of those that just, like...
1: For me, like, such an important criteria for, like, what makes a good movie is it being quotable.
0: 100%. Because
1: I think, like, I grew up in a household where we were always, like, talking in movie quotes Mm -hmm. or song lyrics. Like, if someone said something... Right. It just... And if there was a a corresponding quote or song lyric, like, you had to say it. And so, like, that's just... Yeah, I don't know. Like and I I think I still do that. I love throwing out a movie quote. Absolutely. If it feels apt. Absolutely. And it's just Yeah, cuz then it makes the movie me- more memorable. Obviously right. the storyline is what makes them right. what makes a movie memorable, mm-hmm. but then like when you have like specific things that have outside of just like general plot that have touched people like that, like that's special. That's so special. It really is. That they want to, yeah. like, also incorporate that into their everyday life. Exactly. Like, that's so cute. Yeah. That, like, thinking about that now, like, I it's know. so cute that you, like, want to incorporate this movie into your life. Yeah. Like, how much it touched you or how much you loved it. That's just proof that you did a good job if you yeah. make a quotable movie. Oh, absolutely. Love it so which much. Which is hard, because I think sometimes writers set out to make things quotable, which mm-hmm. then in turn makes it unquotable. 100%. I agree. There's nothing worse than, like, forced moments, forced dialogue. Yeah. Terrible. So
0: bad. Well, you know what didn't have that? Every single Nora Ephron movie,
1: <laughs> which I just
0: have to give a shout out. I know we, I didn't talk about any of them, but I just want everyone who's listening to this to know, those are my top 3 favorite rom-coms of all time. Yeah. When Harry Met Sally, You've Got Mail, Sleepless in Seattle. Nothing will ever top them. Nothing. I just wanted to give a little light to
1: other movies. Uh, to as other well. movies. Yeah. You know? Like, also we talk about those movies so much. I, just, exactly. Like, I talked in the about them all before, that we have. so like And we did give we did give When Harry Met Sally. A little shout out. We did. In the first episode. So. And in this one when we're talking about Set It yes, Up too. Exactly. So. Exactly. Just, so
0: just know Nora Ephron, my girl forever. Literally. Meg you, Ryan. You can absolutely do no wrong.
1: I'm obsessed with you.
0: Right. Any closing thoughts? or more,
1: more rom-coms with Glenn Powell. Please. If anyone is listening, please make sure that Zoe Deutsch and Glenn mm-hmm. Powell are cast in the movie adaptation to Is it People We Meet on Vacation? Mm -hmm. And then also, if anyone is listening, uh, make sure Glenn Powell and Kate Hudson do one together, please. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. And personally, just for me, I would
0: um, like to see a movie, a rom-com specifically, where Bella Ramsey is happy (laughs) at the end. Because every single piece of media she does, her love interest ends up dying. That's so, so tragic. Please cast let, her in a happy movie. Let, let them be happy. Let them be happy. Let them kiss a girl and be happy for the <laughs> love of God.
1: <laughs> Actually, speaking of just other rom coms, did you ever watch that one that came out on Amazon with Zoe Deutsch and it was like based around like kind of Tiffany's themed? I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. And I heard it was horribly disappointing, okay. which makes me so sad, but I still kind of want to watch it. Yeah. I love Zoe Deutsch. Yeah, but. you know,
0: I this is a rom com, but I really want to go see Florence Pugh's new movie, A Good Person. What is that about? It's about like grief. I think it's about her sister dying Perfect. because Sign Z- me up. Zach Braff directed it and wrote it, and I
1: think he based it around like
0: his own past oh, with that. Oh
1: yeah, I just yeah, I yeah. just saw him do an interview. It was either Seth Meyers or mm-hmm. Colbert. I think. I think it was Colbert. Was like, I saw it where he was like. I just, I lost so much, so yeah. it was, like, the only thing on my mind. Yeah.
0: When does I, that come out? Is it out? It's out right now. Um, critics have been getting, like, they're not, they're not, like, critic reviews have been really bad. I looked on Rotten Tomatoes the other day, and the critics review was 55%, and the audience review was 97
1: Sometimes I want to know, so like, like, these critics are Absolutely, smoking.
0: yeah. Sometimes I just don't listen I to don't critics. I don't get it. Right. Yeah, and everyone's been saying it's really good. Like, pe- people in my life have been saying it's really good, so mm-hmm. I want to go see that. Amazing. Yeah, well, we hope you enjoyed this episode today. Yeah, um, make sure you give us a rating and review Please. on whatever you're listening on,
1: and because if we- you leave a nice review, I'm gonna read it every day for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and make sure you follow our Instagram to stay updated. It's at I'm So Glad Pod. We will see you in the next episode. All right, bye Adios, guys,
1: bye. <laughs>